Nothing Important Podcast, Matt Ray is back for another motherfucking episode. You? You? <laughs> I just heard the funniest shit, man. I'm not even going to claim this. I want to claim it like I said it, but I didn't say it first. I heard somebody on the gram say that Barbie, the Barbie movie, is Wakanda for white girls. <laughs> oh! If you're a black woman and you went to go see Barbie, shame on you. Shame. I was talking shit before. I talked shit about the Little Mermaid, the Black Little Mermaid, because um, I like to stay historically accurate. People like to rewrite history. I don't like virtue signaling. I don't like acting like you're not racist and you're racist, so you make a you remake a white movie into a black movie. I think they can make a beautiful black Disney movie that does not have to do with poverty, that does not have to do with struggle. There's so many stories. There's so many stories. So many stories. So I was talking shit about that, but Barbie's not Disney, but come on, son. You could have went to go see Black Little Mermaid. If you went to go see the Barbie and you're a black woman, more importantly, if you are in a relationship and your girl dragged you to go see Barbie, shame on you. Shame. I'm sorry. Um... You, and then, you know, I'm lying, too. You could have you went to go see Margot Robbie. First time I saw Margot Robbie was in Wall Street. Damn. I don't like white girls, but she's, she's a converter. She will convert you. She will convert you, ladies and gentlemen. That is a conversion right there. What is the conversion rate? There's no... You don't have to pay nothing extra. You're getting something in return. No. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. Barbie, man. You see what the media does, though? Am I going to start complaining about the media? Yes, that's what I do. The media, they go and they hit these trigger points of nostalgia for American women. What American woman did not want to be a Barbie? Especially millennials. Gen Z, maybe. Millennials. That was the thing. What you was watching when you was growing up. You was, you was idolizing Barbie. You was watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You was watching Powerpuff Girls. You, so you wanted to have the power of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You wanted to have the the power of the Powerpuff Girls, but you wanted to look like Barbie. That's what it, that was the, like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. And they take that shit and they turn it into this, it's wild. It's wild. You know? Holla, holla to, you know, shout out to all the Kens. You know, my, con- my condolences to all the Kens out there. It's tough. It's tough, man. It's, it's not easy. Um, damn, Ken. <laughs> How much did they pay Ryan Gosling for that role? He don't give a fuck. Because in real life, he's not a Ken. He's that guy. He played Ken in the movie. But in real life, he's that guy. Everybody knows Ryan Gosling is that guy. He's always played a role of not a sucker, but kind of a sucker. He's always played the role of like a lover boy in a notebook. He was chasing that girl. He didn't have no business chasing that girl. He should have just got the, the, the kitty cat and then released her. And I think she released him. I, don't, I didn't watch the movie, but I think that's what happened. There's always that scene. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? He should, he, that shouldn't happen. It shouldn't have happened. She should have been asking him, what do you want? But, you know, Hollywood. But in real life, he's not like that. That's Ryan Gosling, man. 
That's Ryan. That's Ryan. It's RG, baby. But in real life, there's real Kens, man. I think every man in some point of their life has been a Ken, and that's okay. It's okay. This is not going to be an Andrew Tate rant on men are righteous and women are evil. But kind, no. Um, no, I don't think women are evil. I think there's tons of women with great hearts. I think there's tons of women with a lot of love inside of them. There's tons of women who want a good man. And there's also a big machine that hits these nostalgia points, these triggers in women. And they bring up that Barbie thing and they reform it to be this, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't have to watch the Barbie movie to know what's going on there. You don't. You don't gotta watch. I don't. I didn't watch Barbie. I didn't watch the trailer. I seen photos. I seen like little snippets, previews. And I know what's going on. Barbie, it's for the streets. <laughs> Barbie's for the streets, son. And Ken is out there. He's he's in love with her, and that's okay. We all done this. We all done this. We all been in love, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, man. It happens. Um. I was thinking about this guy. What's this dude's name that he used to he used to flame the shit out of women on live streams? Kevin Samuels. And he passed away of a heart attack. God rest his soul. Um, I saw him in real life in Atlanta in Buckhead shortly before he passed. Saw him in Atlanta. He's a tall dude. He's an older gentleman. smooth. You know what I'm saying? He was walking around, making his purchases, doing his things. And, you know, he had that aura about him. Like, he wasn't playing about shit. He wasn't, he, that was not a Ken. That was not a Ken. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to help young men out here. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. I'm talking shit. Um, to each his own and every circumstance is different. There's situations out there where men are Kens and they should be. Because the woman that they're with is not a Barbie. The woman with, that they're with is the woman they're supposed to be with. You know what I mean? Do you guys believe in soulmates? Is that a real thing? Oh, my baby's crying. I'm going to come back right in a second. I'm back. My baby was fake crying. She does that from time to time. She fake cries so that I can go in the room. And that's okay. When you're a daddy, you don't mind that. You don't mind that. You don't mind that. Your, your, your little girl fake cries. Wah! You go in there and she starts laughing. What are you doing? No, I don't mind. Um, what was I talking about? I was talking about Barbie. I don't give a fuck about Barbie. Let's talk about my childhood. <sighs> well, you know what the movie they need to make? They need to make a a Dexter's Laboratory. Whoever's listening, cook that one up. Dexter's Lab and Dexter's Laboratory. That shit was the fucking greatest. That was the greatest. I don't. He was like a Scottish redhead kid with an American family. I don't know if they adopted him. They just kind of left that out. And he was just a complete black sheep. He was brilliant. He was a genius. He had a secret laboratory in his house. And he had a sister, Didi, who was a nut. She was a nut. And she was just fucking annoying the fuck out of him the entire series. But it was wonderful. My baby's crying again. I'm going to call it a fake. Um, but yeah, man. Dexter's Laboratory, they need to remake that, man. That was the shit. Dexter's Lab? I got to pause the recording again. I'm back again. I'm back again. Um, What was I talking about? I was talking about Dexter's Laboratory. I was talking about Barbie. Um, 
that's all millennial shit, man. You got to change with the times. You got to figure out what's, what's popping now. And I'm a 31-year-old dad, so I got to, like, surface inspect. I got to get on the web. I got to get on the internet to see what the fuck is going on nowadays, which is highly confusing. Last episode, I talked about NPCs. I know, like, the popping artist right now. Um, what's her name? Ice Spice. Young Baddie. Young Batty from the Bronx, man. You always got to shout out somebody from the Bronx. The Bronx is the Bronx, is the Bronx, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Bronx is the Bronx, ladies and gentlemen. She made it out. She's doing a thing. She's not a Barbie. She's more like, you remember Bratz Dolls? You remember Bratz Dolls? She's a Bratz Doll. Bratz Dolls were a little bit more savvy than Barbie. Barbie was like slim, five foot nine, slender figure, big bosom, you know, had all the fits. Brad's dolls, regardless of race, they was a little ghetto, but they was fly. You know what I'm saying? They had a dark lipstick, the hoop earrings, big head, short girl. You know the vibes. You know the motherfucking vibes. You know how that go. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Ice Spice, man. I just saw online she got a sister. I think her sister batted her. I didn't see like the full, you know, I just saw her face. My sister, her sister, hey, right, man. It's an interesting mix. She's like half Nigerian, half Dominican. That's a nice. That's a nice. It says, you know what I'm saying? Does she cook? Um, <laughs> can't fuck with a girl like that, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a man out there, you meet a girl that's half Nigerian, half Dominican, you're in for trouble. You might have eight to ten years of peace and love and happiness, and your belly's going to be full of some of the greatest food. And once that baby comes, it's over. Um joking i'm joking i'm not gonna generalize all women all women are not the same everybody's not the same ladies and gentlemen if you out there and you're experiencing in your little bubble some reality that feels like it's this perpetuated you know pervasive thing in society that's just your reality there's so many things that you can tap into that are so different that is so different and it's all around you you don't have to leave your neighborhood. You don't have to leave your community. You don't have to travel and venture out. It's a shift of perspective. That's all it is. It is understanding that in your community, whether you're in a small town or you're in a big city, you're in America, you're abroad, it doesn't matter. People have different lifestyles and different ideas, different philosophies. And you could just tap in with something else and it's just a completely different reality. You know what I mean? Everybody's not the same. And that's a beautiful thing. You don't want everybody to be the same, right? 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 You know what I'm saying, man. You know what I'm saying. Do you know what I'm saying? I think you know what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, man. They had that big release, Oppenheimer and Barbie. And I didn't really know what the Oppenheimer thing. The Oppenheimer thing looked like a disturbed guy who was probably bullied his entire life, ostracized, and, you know, got the brunt of the reality of humanity. It's like sometimes certain individuals in society get outcasted because they don't see things the same way that everybody does. And so before society catches up to that individual, this is all just me seeing the guy's face on the fucking promo, by the way. I didn't see the movie. I don't know the historical context. But he just looked like a distraught individual. Like, you know, he just didn't click with everybody. And then he made, I guess, the atomic bomb. Because <laughs> that's what happens. 
That's what happens, man. I saw this animation. And it was like this big cup of red wine. And this is all um, personification. The cup was like an animated being full of red wine. And there was this line of small cups. And the larger cup would pour red wine into the empty smaller cup. And as the smaller cup had the red wine poured into it, it would grow into something similar to the thing that was pouring into it. And it was, the line kept on going. And then there was one that was rejecting getting poured into. It was rejecting the red wine. It didn't want to take it. And um, the rejection um, ended up, you know, they forced him. And they, he, he took the red wine and he grew larger than the thing that was pouring into it. And it was a metaphor for, like, sometimes the people in society who reject the evils of society or the... Uh, the conformity of society, once they're forced into it, they become more of that, I don't want to say evil, more of that um, more of that thing than the entity that was trying to convert it, you know? I thought that was an interesting animation. It's artistic, ladies and gentlemen. I like art. Who doesn't like art? Who doesn't like art? There's somebody listening to the podcast right now that's like, yo, stop talking shit about Barbie. It's nostalgia. It's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with female empowerment. Men have been players for fucking generations. Men, is, men have been playing women for so fucking long. It's about time women start playing men, right? And the, the pendulum shifts. Fuck out of here. No. Um, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. You know? To each his own. Put it on t-shirt. Why has nobody put that on t-shirt yet? To each is his own. I feel like there's so many quotes that have yet to be put on a t-shirt. Um... I should start selling t-shirts because why not? That's fun, right? I think of stuff and I'm like, yo, put it on a t-shirt, but I don't put it on a t-shirt. I should put it on a t-shirt and sell it to you guys. Hit me up on my motherfucking Instagram. Hit me up on YouTube. Hit me up on any platform that I post on and holla at your boy and tell me if you want a t-shirt and I'll send you a t-shirt. I'm going to start that. I'm going to start printing t-shirts out of my house. Why not? You know? Um, what else is going on, man? Let's look up the, d- the date. It's always good to, you know, to remember where you at right now. It's August 9th, 2023. What I like to do from time to time, ladies and gentlemen, is go on to Google and look up. Let's do this August 9th history. That's misogynist. Why is it his story? All right. USB 29 Super Fortress, codenamed Box scar dropped a nuclear device called Fat Man. <laughs> All right, that's not funny, but over Nagasaki, killing an estimated 74,000 people. Okay, that's gruesome. Let's look at today's history, August 9th. Um, in 1854, Henry David Thoreau's Walden, which described Thoreau's experiences while living near Walden Pond in Massachusetts, was first published. Boring! In 1934, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed an executive order nationalizing silver. That's interesting. You think a precious metal such as silver has always been kind of in the consensus view, been understood as a valuable asset. But I guess there's a first time for everything. And it looks like in 1934, the president had to tell everybody this is a nationalized thing now. Everybody in the nation, silver, it's important. Get with it. Sign. 
1936 Jesse Owens. I'm going to go back to that because I used to sell numismatic gold coins um, and silver and platinum. Um, understand that one of the, the greatest investors of all time, Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett, say it three times so it can stick in your memory. Warren Buffett owns a lot of silver. He purchases it indirectly, ladies and gentlemen. He purchases it by buying shares from J.P. Morgan Chase, the number one silver holder. Think about it. Think about it. Buy you some silver. 1936, Jesse Owens won his fourth gold medal at the Berlin Olympics as the United States took first place in the 400-meter relay. Wow. That's some nostalgia point for me. I remember one of my first book reports in elementary school, which was pretty gruesome, but extremely informative. And I'm glad that I got that information. It was on Jesse Owens. And if you don't know who Jesse Owens is, Jesse Owens was a guy who 360 spun, spin, uh, contorted the brain of Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler went into the Olympics saying that he had Germans who were the master race and there was nobody that could beat them. And Jesse Owens, who was born a slave and um, got into freedom and became an an American athlete, cooked the fuck out of everybody. He smoked the fuck out of everybody. I remember reading his biography growing up and he had... Uh, more than a troublesome childhood, more than a troublesome childhood. I remember one chapter in particular that I read where he was talking about when he was a child being beat. And um, obviously slavery is one of the great abominations, but the a, a very strict reality of how this nation was incepted. And Jesse was a child and he was beat by one of these um, white men and his back was so open that he passed out on a wooden wall. And when he woke up from being passed out, he had to rip his skin, that the blood that had coagulated from his open wounds onto the wooden wall, had to rip that off of the wall. And this man uh, grew up to be a guy to give the ultimate figurative middle finger to Adolf Hitler. Come on, son. Come on, son. Is this not a handshake between the blacks and the Jews? Come on. Um. Uh, let's see what else 1944 258 African American sailors based at Port Chicago California refused to load uh, a mutinous ship following a cargo vessel explosion that killed 320 men many of them black 50 of the sailors were convicted of mutiny fined and imprisoned once again another small example of the atrocities of this nation. I talked about it briefly before, ladies and gentlemen. I heard that they were talking about uh, reparations. The San Francisco or Bay Area board was considering reparations for African Americans. I cannot see anything wrong with giving money to people, the ancestors of the people who built this nation. I can't see any wrong about it. We were able during the pandemic when they locked us down, nobody likes to talk about it, but they locked us down for God knows what. All the facts are coming out right now. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. Seems like it was all for what? Profit or a mistake or however you want to call it. But apparently COVID is all gone. You know what I'm saying? Scooby-Doo took the mask off of COVID and it was just some fucking old creepy guy. Right? And now um, we're left with you know the reality that they can print inordinate amounts of money and give it to everybody as a hush-hush to go watch Netflix. So why can't they do that to the community that was uh, wrongfully enslaved, their ancestors? I don't see anything wrong with it personally. Um, But this did happen. 258 American soldiers, they didn't want to go. They were in Chicago. 
um, and they did not want to go and load a ship that, uh, you know, the vessel just exploded, killing 230 men, many of them black. And then they convicted a lot of those individuals that said, I'm not going to go do that. That shit just blew up. They convicted them of mutiny. They were fined and imprisoned. That's wrong. 1969, Sharon Tate and four other people were brutally slain at Tate's Los Angeles home. Cult leader Charles Manson. That's bad energy. I don't even want to talk about that shit. Creepy. 1974, Vice President Gerald R. Ford became the nation's 38th chief executive as President Richard Nixon born. 1982, federal judge in Washington ordered John Hinckley Jr., who had been acquitted of shooting President Ronald Reagan and three others by reason of insanity, was committed to a mental hospital, which is pretty fucking interesting. You kill a president and then they find that guy um, insane. Gotta be white. 1988, President Ronald Reagan nominated Lauro Cavosos to be the Secretary of Education. Cavosos became the first Hispanic to serve in a candidate uh, cabinet. Also born 2004, Oklahoma City bombing, conspiracy, conspirator, terror, terror. I'm born, you guys, ladies and gentlemen. What the fuck am I talking about? The fuck am I talking about? August 9th is chill, man. August 9th is chill. August is chill. Good month. You know, baby's still screaming. Um, how's your day going? How's your day going for everybody that's listening to Nothing Important Podcast? Hopefully good. Hopefully chill. Hopefully everybody's cooling. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing, man. I like to wake up with gratitude every morning. And I would encourage anybody, this is how I'm going to sign off. It's going to be a quick podcast. I would encourage everybody to wake up with gratitudes. You don't have to pray to God. You don't have to pray. You don't have to meditate. You don't have to do anything. But it is something that I would encourage of anybody to wake up with gratitudes and with good energy. Um, and this is not just like a colloquial uh, broken record thing. This is something that's very honest and it's very true. This nation has um, a bad history. And this planet has a bad history. And people have histories. And I love the consideration and the example of allowing not only the world, humanity, civilization, this nation in particular, to evolve and giving it time to grow while applying the correct pressure and saying, yo, things got to get better. But I appreciate the patience of allowing things to mature. And the same thing in a microcosm for everybody's life. You have to forget the things that you did that you may be ashamed about and move forward. And you have to forgive the people that are around you that you may be bitter about because all you're doing is harboring that negativity that they had. They pass it on to you. Get that out of your heart and you wake up with a gratitude because you have a new day. And that is priceless, ladies and gentlemen. That's how I'm going to end the motherfucking podcast tomorrow when you wake up. Do that. Have some motherfucking gratitude. Anybody who's continue listening to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a couple favors. Go onto my Instagram, Nothing Important Podcast. On Instagram, like posts, like reels, go on to the Twitter, El Nada Dada. I'm about to get that blue check. I'm going to pay for the blue check on Twitter because that is what you got to do to upload content. And I want to upload content on Twitter as well. I upload content on Instagram. I want to advertise myself on Twitter as well. It's another medium. You got to pay a couple bucks. Who cares? Go on to YouTube. That's what my visual is going to be, ladies and gentlemen. YouTube, Nothing Important Podcast on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe. Keep rocking with your boy. I appreciate y'all. Until next time.